Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. From not quite cutting it with a beast to being deemed too fat to stay on the payroll by those in command. These wrestlers were all suddenly cut loose after each of the following in-ring appearances. I'm Gareth from What Culture Wrestling and here are 10 wrestling matches that led to wrestlers being fired. Number 10, Dustin Rhodes and Blacktop Bullies rule-breaking King of the Road match. Far from being a concept made popular due to necessity throughout the recent crowdless era of professional wrestling, pre-taped gimmick contests have been popping up in and around the business for decades. Perhaps one of the most infamous iterations of a pre-recorded skirmish came during WCW's 1995 pay-per-view Uncensored. As Dustin Rhodes went to war with bitter rival the Blacktop Bully in a King of the Road match on the night. Determined to take their rivalry up a notch over the course of the contest that could only be won by sounding a horn, Rhodes and Blacktop decided that blading themselves in the battle would be the best way to hype up the drama of the war upon a moving vehicle. And while this definitely helped make a rather balmy situation feel a little more grounded, if that's even possible, said choice also resulted in both Rhodes and Bully being let go by WCW, as the promotion had a strict no-blading policy at the time. Though Dustin has since stated that the pair had both been given the bloody green light, confessing that he feels the pair were cut loose to free up some money for the likes of Hulk Hogan. Number 9. Arn Anderson pays the price for letting Alicia Fox perform pissed. He may not have been a full-time in-ring performer towards the latter stages of his time with Vince McMahon's promotion, but Arn Anderson was still very much part of the furniture and had carved out a rather respected role as one of WWE's finest backstage producers, up until his sudden departure in 2019. This wasn't simply a case of WWE pulling the budget cuts trigger though. Anderson had come under fire after a match that he'd been in charge of at a WWE live event saw one particular star strut her stuff whilst intoxicated. On the back of allowing Alicia Fox to get in the ring and work in this state, McMahon was said to have been furious and swiftly showed his longtime road agent the door. Anderson would later join up with Cody Rhodes and AEW following his firing from the land of the Giants, only adding that he didn't want to be somewhere where he wasn't wanted when nudged on the subject at StarCast 2 a few months on from his release. Number 8. The Ultimate 
Ultimate Warrior gets the boot after SummerSlam 1991. By all accounts, the Ultimate Warrior wasn't what you class as the easiest star to work with over the course of his manic run as part of the wrestling world. Never was this more evident than during the period which saw the vibrantly attired ball of charismatic fury hold Vinnie Mac to ransom coming into the 1991 SummerSlam event, stating that he wouldn't leave his home until the boss agreed to the terms on a new deal, one that would see him pocket a cool $550,000 for performing at WrestleMania 7. McMahon played ball coming into his blockbuster Summer Spectacular, only to regain control of the situation by emphatically pulling the rug out from under the star's feet after his match which saw him team with Mania 6 sparring partner Hulk Hogan. Parting ways with the demanding talent shortly after his appearance at SummerSlam, Warrior wouldn't be seen again on WWE television until WrestleMania 8, though he would once again depart from Vinnie Mac's empire before 1992 had reached its end after a failed drug test. Number 7. Mr. Kennedy Drops Randy Orton on His Head Randall Keith Orton is not the sort of person you want to make an enemy out of when it comes to trying to make your way in the choppy waters of world wrestling entertainment. This is something that former future golden boy Mr. Kennedy learned way too late in the day, as his time in the world's biggest wrestling promotion was dramatically cut short following an awkward exchange with the Apex Predator. After only recently arriving back on the scene following a spell on the sidelines with a dislocated shoulder, the mouthy performer was drafted to Raw in April 2009, and soon came up against the likes of The Miz, Big Show and Orton in a Denver Nuggets versus LA Lakers tag bout. But it was during this contest where Kennedy unfortunately dropped the Viper on his neck mid-back suplex, a moment that irked Orton to the point of having a word with the boss. Claiming that Kennedy was reckless in the squared circle, the star himself has also confessed that Orton roped in John Cena to blast the up-and-comers in-ring work, and that the pair of them were both responsible for Vince wishing him the best in his future endeavors. Number 6. Kurt Angle Demands to be Fired After Battling Sabu on ECW In a slight change of gears in comparison to the rest of this list, Kurt Angle's eventual termination from WWE was one that the star himself advocated for after finally feeling enough was enough. After doing significant damage to his abdominal muscles, groin, and hamstring in a bout with Rob Van Dam whilst part of the ECW brand, Angle ultimately decided that he'd had it with the company after a contest with Sabu. The Olympic hero would later storm into a production meeting McMahon was a part of and reveal the damage he'd done to his body, setting the stage for a conversation at Stamford that would lead to his exit. The two would discuss a string of aggressive and abusive messages Angle had pinged over to the boss whilst high on painkillers. And after Vince had invited his star to throw down there and then, the wrestling machine begged to be let go for his own health. McMahon agreed that Angle could use some time away to rehab and get better, but instead of taking him up on this offer to return when he felt fit, the former WWE champion opted to sign with TNA instead. And the rest, as they say, is history. Number 5. Cain Velasquez Can't Cut It Against the Beast Kofi Mania died for this! In all seriousness, WWE clearly felt that bringing in Cain Velasquez to renew hostilities with Brock Lesnar, after the former had battered the latter for realsies in a UFC octagon a few years earlier, was big old business. So it's just a shame that they hadn't checked to see whether Cardio Kane was the real deal in the squared circle before throwing Kofi Kingston under the bus. Coming into Crown Jewel 2019, the 
Former UFC heavyweight champion hardly set the world on fire in his one underwhelming appearance in a WWE ring, quickly getting squashed by Lesnar at the Saudi show, largely due to an injury to his knee he had coming into the bout. And it's this limp showing, coupled with reportedly not disclosing the aforementioned lingering injury before signing with the company, and frequently saying the wrong things in interviews, revealing he'd be a surprise entrant in the 2020 Royal Rumble match, you fool, that sealed his fate and made him an expendable name to be cut in April 2020. Number 4. Peyton Royce Drops the Ball vs. Asuka Look, I'm never going to run down a performer for plucking up the courage to call their shot on live TV. But it's just a shame that Peyton Royce's rousing raw talk, My Potential Haunts Me promo, seemingly set the stage for her eventual departure. If you subscribe to former WWE writer Vince Russo's theory, that is. Noting that McMahon was reportedly high on the iconic star for a time, but still couldn't find a place for her to shine as a singles worker. Russo was under the impression that Royce's raw talk work was at least half shoot. The nature of her promo likely then resulted in those in the back wanting her to put her money where her mouth is. So it wasn't long before the Australian was thrown into a match with then Raw Women's Champion Asuka on the Red Show. Russo would then confess that he felt Royce's performance in that contest didn't do enough to convince higher-ups that she was worthy of the spot she demanded on Raw Talk, and that this likely led to her being seen as a cuttable name come budget cut season shortly after. Number 3. Lindsay Dorado wanted a word with the boss after lost Lothario loss. As has been noted already over the course of this list, it's not uncommon for a talent to seek out the man at the top of the company should they feel aggrieved or fed up with the way their career is unfolding in front of their very eyes. However, not every performer is simply gifted the presence of WWE chairman Vince McMahon at the drop of a hat, and the nature of Lindsay Dorado's pissed-off demands very much opened the door for his recent departure from the promotion. Feeling somewhat hot after being asked to take the L in a match with Grand Metalik against Angel Garza and Humberto Carrillo on main event, before the latter duo had been made into a formal tag team unit. Dorado demanded to speak to the boss. Yet the mass star asking to speak to Vince due to the result of a match on the Little Watch show wasn't viewed too well by those in the back, which was likely a blessing in disguise for both Dorado and Metalik as the two were angling to be cut loose anyway. They soon got their wish as the massively underutilized high flyers were both let go in November. Number 2. Brad Maddox's Dark Match Promo Earns Him The Sack Known more for being a largely unwanted presence on the microphone than for his in-ring exploits over the course of his WWE career, it's somewhat apt that Brad Maddox's time with the company would come to an end on the back of an ill-advised line during a divisive promo. During a dark match in November 2015, the one-time Raw GM decided that the wisest way to generate a sizable amount of heat from the Indianapolis crowd was to call them all a bunch of cocky pricks. Claiming that he didn't see that word as bad in the slightest, Maddox has since admitted that he didn't think anything of it, though that stance was soon flipped on its head by the time he came back through the curtain. With McMahon clearly not being too impressed by his flippant use of the term, Maddox has revealed that his words weren't cleared ahead of time, and that this unplanned controversial line was pretty much the reason he was given his pink slip by WWE in the end, officially being let go on November 25th. Number 1. Eugene was told to go home after a match with The Miz For a time, it felt like there would always be a place within WWE's doors for a talent who had frequently done whatever was asked of them by the company, regardless of how controversial or downright insensitive the material was. But Nick Eugene Dinsmore soon discovered that unless you find yourself in the upper echelons of the card, absolutely nobody is safe from the Vinnie Mac chop. After initially being let go in 2007, Dinsmore actually triumphantly returned to WWE via live 
live events in 2009. But his one televised match during this period ultimately acted as the last straw when it came to his on-screen run as the aforementioned Eugene. In a conversation on talk, his Jericho Dinsmore would reveal that his performances and overall shape since returning, particularly in his Raw match against The Miz, had resulted in him picking up heat. And not long after his Miz match, the promotion summed up their stance on the performer by pretty much telling him, We're not selling fat old Eugene, you're fired. Dinsmore would eventually return to WWE as a trainer down the road, but was once again released in October 2014. Honestly, if I don't ever have to say the word release again in my life, I think I'll be a happy chappy. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.